0: This is the ZMAR podcast. Elite Benefits of America helps small and mid sized companies with their health insurance programs. And now, your host, Butch ZMAR. I'm
1: going to share with you a scuba diving story that may tie back to some things related to uh, business. And so if we go back in time a little bit, back to, it was probably June or July of the year, about 2000. It was a fun event. Uh, we got on a boat dive on the East Coast. We started on a Friday night and headed out to, towards the Chesapeake Light um, Tower, or the navigation tower that's out there. And we end up doing a quick warm-up dive at 65 feet. Um, the water was definitely warm summer, we jumped in the water for a short period. Some reference this to, to work out any kinks because we're doing some deep dives the next day. We do any gear checks, make sure things are in the right spot, making sure that things just are in working order. It's kind of like uh, if you're a golfer out there, you go you step up onto uh, the tee box, but you step, keep away from the ball and you do some practice swings. And so it's just kind of get the, the joints moving and make sure the gear is right because the next day, we were doing some 200-foot dives, and we needed to make sure that things were in working order. Otherwise, we had to call the dives or sit out of the dive, uh, depending on what the situation was. And so, a lot had gone on to get to that point. There was a lot of training that were involved. There was a lot of guidance, um, but um, a lot of times with these dives, it's it's important not to go in alone. Of course, the number one rule of scuba diving is never hold your breath. The second one is never dive alone, uh, but going into things alone because back in the day in the 60s and 70s a lot of these explorers definitely did a lot of things on their own but today there's so much guidance and availability of resources whether it's scuba related or business related you should never go in anything alone also I'm going to walk you through some shadows uh beyond the shadows is definitely your goal and so there's definitely something uh, hidden secrets here so as i dive into this uh, the friday night went into saturday morning and we're getting ready it's early in the morning we're starting to suit up our gear you could definitely have that nice morning smell of diesel going through your nose the boat is rocking and of course uh Those who know me personally know that motion sickness is definitely something I don't avoid. Um, It's definitely there. Even though I was a Navy guy, I still get uh, motion sickness, so it still happens to the best of us, but a lot of training that went involved, and so when we started to do this dive, there was a lot of formalities that were there, so no matter that I felt a little off or a little bit sick, there was a lot of things that had checks that we already took place, and the training that we went through allowed us to do this dive, so we jumped in the water. We started making our descent down, passing through some thermoclines and some currents and uh, doing our gear checks on the way down uh, because things could change along the way. And it's a good thing we have some guidance along the way, uh, whether it's from an instructor or a buddy. We have to deal with some roadblocks along the way, such as dry suit squeezes. And eventually we get to the this shadow of a U-boat and this U-boat is sitting upright in the sand almost as if it was perfectly placed uh it's approximately 240 feet to the sand i did not make it to the sand so i was hovering above it so i was around 100 or 220 feet deep and on the starboard side of this u-boat is this huge hole from a torpedo definitely interesting it's dark down there you need a flashlight Uh, you can still see the silhouettes without the flashlight and Even for deep dives, for sure, obviously don't go alone, but you still see your goal past the shadows. But sometimes it takes guidance and and other people to help guide you through that so you can actually see your goals. Coming back to business, there's a lot of things that go into navigating, especially an employee benefits program. A lot of employers decide, hey, I'm going to try to do this on my own, it might cost less, and my broker's not really giving me advice. And they end up down a uh, dark path or, you know, just a dead end. And so by finding a good resource and guidance from another consultant or advisor or insurance broker, it kind of lights things up a little bit. Eventually, you see um, beyond the shadows and see your end goal or where you're headed and find out where it's going to go. And um, a lot of this could be in a step-by-step process um, that we actually put together. I'm going to walk through some of it real quick. But... You could actually go to the website, uh, elitebenefits.net forward slash formula, and you could actually get the step-by-step formula to kind of guide you through that so we can get you out of the shadows. I don't know about going to 220 feet in that, but you could definitely get some guidance and walk through some of the things that maybe you're missing. So um, maybe in areas of technology or engagement with your employees, maybe there's some compliance issues that haven't been discovered just yet. And then, obviously, the benefits package. But what what kind of incentives do you have for your employees to reduce costs? Because health insurance premiums are definitely going through the roof. I just had a meeting yesterday, and this mid-sized employer got a 15% increase on their benefits or their premiums. And they're trying to figure out how to navigate this thing. They have uh, had no prior guidance before showing up, before I showed up. And they were trying to figure out how do they combat this every year it keeps going up. They have to keep asking their employees to pay more out of pocket or uh, they have to cover a little bit more in the premiums to reduce it for their employees. And definitely creates an element of darkness of trying to figure out how to, how to work through this. There's so much cost involved and there's different ways to go through that. But we we went through a process to try to figure out what are some areas that we could tackle now. In that elite benefits formula, we walked through technology pieces, um, and um, the part that we lo- are losing control is cost containment. And so we're working on measures to actually control the cost containment at all. And then uh, there were some compliance issues that came up that we definitely had to address. And overall, it's gonna we're gonna reduce the the pricing of um, their healthcare plan and healthcare spend. But one of the areas that I want to just point out now is that there's several steps to the process, just like anything. And you could have rocky roads along the way. You're not going to turn your health plan overnight. And so you have to go through a lot of practice. So we go through the step-by-step formula. The easiest thing is to streamline the processes and put it in a technology-driven platform. And, And then year by year, you could actually go through and control cost, Uh, provide the incentives for the employees and then make sure you stay in compliance to avoid any audits. But the good news is even if you go through the step-by-step process, you don't have to be the expert. You could definitely leverage other people's experience, such as um, my experience to get the 220 feet was not alone. I definitely had guidance along the way. I had resources, obviously equipment and the right tools and no matter how shaky the water was uh, causing motion sickness, No matter how tight the squeeze was on my dry suit, definitely made some squeeze marks because of the pressure. But there's a lot of things that you learn along the way, and it was only because of the resources that were there. So in many businesses, there's a lot of things that are missing that they need a step-by-step process. They need to walk through so they can see their goals beyond the shadows that are out there. We shouldn't go in alone, there's definitely a process to go through. But if you're a business that's looking for that step-by-step guide, go to elitebenefits.net forward slash formula and go through a quick questionnaire, take only one to two minutes and get your step-by-step guide today.
0: Hey gang, ever wonder what it's like to be a small business owner? It's confusing, weird expenses coming out of nowhere and when you throw in health insurance, forget it. Nobody understands how that works. If you own a business, big or small, it's one of the biggest expenses you have all year long. And yet, we all wait until open enrollment at the end of the year, and then we think to ourselves, next year, next year I'll get a jump on it. And then it's another year of paying way too much. If you're a business owner, big or small, HR representative that wants to impress the boss, give Butch Zemar of Elite Benefits of America a call. Save yourself or your boss thousands or even tens of thousands of dollars a year reach out to butch right now 708-535-3006 or shoot him an email butch at elitebenefits.net and be sure to check out the zmar podcast don't wait
1: till the last minute put butch zmar to work for you now quick update on the compensation disclosure updates. If you're not um, an existing client of ours, but you work with another broker, you should be seeing, uh, if you haven't already, a compensation disclosure come your way, especially if um, you're netting commissions or you're grossing commissions over a $1,000 a year for that individual broker. Many of them are just sending it out to everybody. Um, It's just part of the process. The reason I'm bringing this up is because just to be aware, because even some of our clients were kind of surprised by it for many, many years. We never had to disclose our commissions or what we're actually making. But there's a couple good things that come out of this for you. One is you know exactly what they're getting paid for the services they're providing. So that's good because um, most of the smaller businesses, and I'm speaking for around Chicago, uh, don't pay a whole lot. That's why a lot of brokers give up on certain cases and just let the cases go because we don't make a whole lot. But the only reason I bring that up is as a, in turn, as the employer, you could realize that and Respect their time a little bit more. Maybe call them when only when you guys really need that extra advice. Try to handle some of the processes internally, such as the paperwork, instead of having the uh, broker reach out to the employees to get paperwork. Um, The other reason is so you know what they're going to pay, so you can hold them accountable. Just like any other consultant job, you pay your attorney X amount of dollars. You should expect a certain amount of results out of it, or at least a process out of it with that in mind, for those who are definitely getting underpaid, you you may actually see some balance uh, invoicing. So some of the brokers are looking at how much time they've spent on a particular account, and they're using the commissions as a credit or a payment towards those uh, fees. And so you're going to see a little bit more of that. I think uh, this could be good and bad at the same time. There's a lot of people expecting free service out there because for and uh, Since the beginning of health insurance time, uh, we, no one's ever had to pay for it, and now they do. And so this could be promising in a lot of ways. I think it will be good for both sides of the table so that uh, brokers can be compensated fairly um, for the time and resources they put into it, as well as the employers can get more out of the current brokers that they're, they're paying for, essentially. This is going to be a little bit of a mind shift, but we're headed into a direction where it'll be beneficial for both parties. I was having a conversation with a uh, client of mine and we were going back and forth because they received the compensation disclosure and they had questions about it, which I, I encourage to ask all the questions in the world. And he joked with me that all we're doing is sitting back and collecting the money and getting rich. And so that conversation actually opened up the door because he had access to resources he never knew he had. And so bring those conversations up because those resources are gonna save them money and time. And so just in that conversation, um, they're going to execute a resource that's probably going to save them maybe a couple thousand dollars as well as the time they spent to put together uh, because we made it easier for them. And so for that alone, now all of a sudden, uh, it didn't cost them a dime more than what they were already spending. And then all of a sudden, they f- he felt that the compensation uh, disclosure was definitely a little bit more warranted in what we were actually getting paid it actually they didn't realize the resources internally such as um, manpower such as overhead and and account management and so we have people that are in place to take care of things that they weren't even aware that was going on we have software that they were using that um, they weren't aware that how much it actually cost uh, per account and so The advice um, is definitely a big piece for it. Um, He had questions that were beyond the healthcare plan that was related to trying to control costs in the future. And so there's advice and that costs money. And so all that gets built into what we actually get paid. And obviously, we're trying to make this stand out a little bit, one, because it's current law. But I think um, employers need to understand that there will be a mind shifts going on, not only with the broker, but the employer. There are certain expectations um, that were set in place, and some were not really paying attention to what was being compensated. Um, And some can be good, some can be bad. There's accounts out there that are getting paid to the broker at $30,000 a year, and they only hear from the broker once a year. Kind of a nice payday um, for one or two conversations a year to get $30,000. It could be because there's less work that's involved in that account, such as turnover or uh, processes or um, anything related to compliance. Um, or related to HR in some capacity. And so there's a lot of things that go involved, but look for it. If your current broker is not giving it to you, definitely reach out and call them because it is a required form um, as of um, December of 2021. So reach out to them and ask them about the compensation disclosure and where yours is at and make sure you get one in your hands and then have that conversation just like this current client did. And of course, he was joking about us sitting back and collecting the money, but then it opened up the door that he didn't realize he had access to a resource that was going to save him thousands. And if you need access to any of those, obviously don't hesitate to reach out to us. Um, You can call us in our office at 708-535-3006, or you can go to elitebenefits.net and contact us through the website.